0: But we're going to get started. So, hey, I am Brandon Belisa. Welcome to our nightly meditation. If you have an intention, go ahead and put it into the chat. I see tonight I want to focus on enjoying where I am in my life. I think what it helps me a lot uh, with that intention to focus, to enjoy where I am in my life at this moment, I need to accept it. I need to accept it. And I think that's very powerful for me. Being able to accept life on life's terms at any given moment really is empowering. It definitely relieves stress. It definitely gives me an even ground to stand upon. So while you're, you're meditating tonight on enjoying where you are in your life at this moment, practice acceptance. And right? it's not a defeatist thing either. If I can accept, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. That's very inspiring for me because I know where I'm at. And once I know where I'm at, I know where I'd like to move to. Respond to people in a respectful and loving way rather than by an impulse or emotional response. I think when we live in love, that every response we offer is emotional. And that's not just love for another person. I'm talking about love for life love for our breath, love for food, love for people, love for the sun, just being in love with life, we tend to wear our heart on our sleeve and we're much more emotional with our choices and our decisions and that's a good thing, I believe, as well as it can also be a challenging thing and that's okay. How do you respond in a respectful and loving way rather than by impulse or emotional? I mean, love is an emotion. It truly is. And for me, I've learned that sometimes the loving, respectful way is to simply say nothing. My own data. We can meditate on this tonight. Often, I've had people say to me, even my wife, you know, I just need you to listen. Put it in there. anyone ever hear that? I just need you to listen. Anybody? Who's ever had that said to them or you've said it to somebody? I just need you to listen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And and for me, I'm I like to fix things. I just, you know, I want to fix it. I want to make it better, right? Give me a hammer, some nails, I wanna fix this thing. And I realize sometimes it's not about fixing. Often, uh simply need to vent. Right? People need to just speak out. And sometimes the best receiver is the receiver who says nothing, nothing, nothing. And that can be extremely powerful if I choose that for me. Cool? So there's another intention tonight. How to respond to people in a respectful and loving way rather than by an impulse emotional response. Cool. Welcome, Joshua. It's happening. So if you have an intention, go ahead and put it in. Um, to the chat as we work on our different intentions and we can sit collectively and meditate. And as I take you through this meditation, you can work with your intention. Cool. So I think that's important as well. Um, yeah, welcome everyone. So if you want to know how to respond to people in a respectful and loving way, rather than by an impulse or emotional response, then respond in a respectful way. It's not a how-to, I think it's more of an awareness, I think we're all big kids, and we do truly know how to respond in a respectful, loving way, and if not, ask. I don't think it stifles my individuality, it doesn't stifle myself. If I ask my wife, well, what would you like me to do here? Just listen to me, you got it. Absolutely. But my impulse is to want to fix things to make it better. And sometimes the best way to make it better is to simply be quiet. And that's hard for me to do. You know I love to talk. So if you have an intention, put it in there, Joshua. And, and we can help you focus on that too tonight. But let's get our meditation started. Cool? Sit up tall, shoulders back. We cup our hands this way. Knuckles on top of knuckles. But we're going to invert this. Palms up. Three inches below the belly button. And that is where our Chi or our Ki is located. So we want the sides of our palms pressing against that, right? That's just the pinky fingers and the side of your palm touching three inches below your belly button where your Chi or your Ki is. Imagine your cupped hands as a bowl, as a vessel, because as we breathe in, our goal is to put our breath into the palms of our hands, allowing it to resonate and cultivate, cool? Sit up tall, close your eyes, look up into your eyelids in the middle an inch above. That is called your intuition. That is your third eye. We hear that a lot in Eastern philosophy, your third eye, your intuition. Hindu cultures will have the dot on the lower part in the middle of the forehead. So as you look up into your eyelids in the middle an inch above, we're trying to tap into our intuition as well. If my mind should wander, I look back. Up into my eyelids, in the middle, and inch above. Now I would like you to give your breath a color. See that color of your breath come into your nose into your throat, down into your chest. Do not allow it to stop there. Swallow it deep, place your breath into the palms of your hands and let it sit there, kind of like Dragon Ball Z. Let it oscillate, let it illuminate, let it escalate and hold your breath as long as you can. you to exhale and breathe out through your eyelids and the crown of your head, right out of the top of your head, visualize a fountain with water overflowing and that water is your breath, encapsulating your body, creating your aura. So my color is green, so I see this aura radiating around me out into the world and the color is green. I know as much as I like black, right? My aura is green. And I want you to breathe in, down your throat, into your chest. Swallow it deep into your belly and let it sit in the palms of your hands. And then you exhale out of the crown of your head and your eyelids, like a water fountain overflowing out of the top, cascading downwards, encapsulating your body creating another layer of your aura. So tonight we're going to work on our breathing while we do this. You're going to breathe in for four counts. You're going to hold it for eight counts. And you're going to breathe out for 16. So you ready? Breathe in, two, three, four. Hold it. Sixteen, breathe in and hold. now visualize yourself sitting there with this aura all around you. It's your personal armor. You cultivate this aura. And it's a yin and a yang. It filters in love and light and opportunity, financial wealth, relationship wealth, opportunity, but it's got your back. Your aura should repel negativity, cynicism, haters. Anything that stops you from being the best version of yourself. That's what I love about the aura. You cultivate it from the inside out, and it is your personal armor, and it can always be cultivated with your breath. So you should see that color all around you illuminated. second level of meditation, please, where we ground ourselves. You often see it in like the yoga tree in yoga, right? So sit up a little taller, elongate the neck. Out of your tailbone, I want you to visualize the roots of a tree going deep into the earth and visualize those roots wrapping around the core of the earth, the magma, right? The center, you can see that glowing red, orangey, magma. See it come up the roots of the tree, in through your spine, down through your nerves, the synapses, all the way out, expanding into your body. This is important. The Earth is wise. It's been here for millions and millions of years. Think about that. And what I love about the power of the Earth is it doesn't question. It has no motives. It simply does what it does. Winter comes, it doesn't choose to be winter or not. It simply is. The sun rises, doesn't choose to do that. It simply does it. And that's what's powerful. There's no hesitation. There's nothing indecisive about the earth. It's unpredictable. It's always changing as we should because we understand success is in change. And our willingness to change is what helps us be in this present moment and be happy in the moment that we're in. So ground yourself to the earth. Lies out of the crown of your head, the branches of the tree, like Jack and the beanstalk, see those branches shoot straight up into the sky, through the clouds, up above the stars, through the space, up into that place. You know, you've heard of heaven on earth. Why not? Why not? That Nirvana, that bliss, because every thought, every idea, everything you cultivate and create starts up there. Most of my ideas never come from here on a physical plane because somebody will tell me, no, you can't do that. Somebody else will say, that's impossible. Another person will say, well, that's stupid. Why do you think like that? So I don't cultivate my best ideas here. Once I'm grounded to the earth, I allow myself to reach up high. Those branches go high, high, high. And whatever intention that might be, let's say my intention is I want to be a better partner for my wife. First place it stops is in my third eye, and in my intuition. And my intuition knows right from wrong. Nobody has to teach you that you know right from wrong. So my intention will decide, is this a want or is this a need? I want a Tesla. I need to breathe air. Huge difference. Because if I don't breathe, I'm dead. I can live without that Tesla. So want and need are two different things and my intuition knows what I need. If it passes that test, then allow it to sit in your heart for a minute. Mm, And if your heart beats faster, you feel purpose and passion, then that intention has earned the right to sit in the palms of your hands three inches below your belly button in your chi, because your chi is your personal power. It will ignite that intention, that idea, and it'll turn it into action. Otherwise, your intention is useless. And that's where we hear the cliché, well, the world's filled with good intention. Yeah, because nobody takes action, so it's useless. So you want to be mindful if it passes all three, your third eye, your heart, and it sits in your chin, it's ignited, then it's up to you to take action. Be mindful of your breath. See the branches up high and bring down your intentions. now let's move into our third level, Uh, one of my favorite places, gratitude, to be grateful, full of greatness is what gratitude amounts to. Gratitude is one of the highest forms of love because it's truly unconditional when we cultivate our gratitude. I'm going to encourage you not to simply be grateful for the good things in your life. Be grateful for everything, the yin and the yang. I'm grateful for my suffering because it allows me to become a stronger person. I'm grateful for my insecurities because it gives me something to work on. Mindfully say, I am breathing. And as you breathe out, mindfully say to yourself, I am grateful. Breathe in. Visualize yourself sitting there with this aura you've cultivated all around you. See it just illuminating out into the world. Visualize your grounding cord, the roots out of your tailbone into the earth and the branches up into the heavens. And of course, radiating from your chest is the heart sending out gratitude to the world. And it's from this place and only this place can I really cultivate the law of abundance, the law of attraction. We've all heard that before, right? The law of attraction. You get back what you put out. You put out love. You're a giver. You promote abundance and prosperity. You will reap it tenfold. You put out scarcity negativity, selfishness, you will reap that in return. Now we all heard good things, you know, bad things happen to good people. That's life too. But I truly believe if you put out good energy, love, positivity, it comes back tenfold. So in this place of balance and being present, open yourself up to the universe. We've all had those days, man, where everything just goes your way, right? That's pretty cool. You can do no wrong. Everything just fires. But in all Eastern philosophy, I embrace the yin and the yang. I will suffer. I will have bad days. And that's when I really master life. In this place, I want you to focus on your personal intention. If my intention is to respond to people in a respectful and loving way, in this place, what would that look like? What would that be? Easy, isn't it? Right self equals right action. And if my goal is to focus on enjoying where I am in my life, we understand that's acceptance. The ability to accept life On life's terms, it offers me a lot of peace. We all want to fix things and change them right now. Takes time. If I'm unhealthy and out of shape, I can't go to the gym once and eat healthy for one day. No, it's months and months. It's a lifestyle change. If I want to grow a great business, doesn't happen in one day. It's over time. So it's very important not to think in finite. As they say, it really is the journey, not the destination. My humble encouragement is don't think about the destination. Enjoy every step because then you build something that lasts forever. True love never dies. My sister has been gone for well over 20 years and her love is as as alive today in my heart as it was 20 years ago. Infinite versus finite. Discover that in your intention and it won't be fleeting, it won't be for a second, it won't be for a moment. Because if we think infinitely, then we're constantly investing, we're constantly growing. And it's never about winning or losing anymore, because that's finite. I lose, the game's over. Stop keeping score. Play to win in each and every breath. Play to win in every opportunity, whether it's suffering Whether it's a vacation, whether it's a new job, play to win in the moment. Breathe out for 16. the breath, you know, the iron shirt where somebody can breathe and you can hit them and it doesn't hurt their body because when you breathe in, the premise is once you have that breath deep in your chi, it. when you exhale, it's not like a balloon collapsing. It's just the opposite. As you exhale, you feel this. The expansion. And it's permeating into every cell of your body. Cool? So practice your breath. Your breath is something we need to work on a lot. Tonight was spot on. Thank you. <laughs> what else did we get tonight? What did? We what did we lose? What did we gain? There's no right or wrong. It just is. And I'm very passionate about that. We spend so much time winning and losing, right? That that we forget about. Why we're playing the game. I recognize that I know how to speak and act with love and respect, but I fail to recognize when I'm unaware of why, when I will not act in that way. Yeah, and I think that that's really about before I ever open my mouth, I've learned to take a deep breath. Because in one single breath, boom, you can ground yourself and be the best version of yourself in one breath. One breath. I've even sat there and looked at them and said, wait a minute. I walk away and I come back and I go, okay, you know, understand that when I'm like this, I'm going to act like this, I'm going to speak like this, and that's not my truer self, that's not my better self. I want to be here, I want to be balanced, I want to be centered. And you know, people will throw off our game all day long, someone cuts you off, flips you off. Da-da. I mean, there's so many things can throw off our game, you know. Um, yeah, welcome, Joshua. I'm, I, I'm glad you did. And so it's very easy to get knocked off, but it's just as easy to write your ship to. And it's there when I want to open my mouth. Like before I speak or teach, I do, I meditate, and I'm very mindful, I'm here not to serve myself, and I want to look cool, and I just want to say some really cool witty stuff, so everyone goes, ooh, Brandon's so cool. I want to be vulnerable, I want to be authentic, And so I have to strip myself of ego and have to be extremely humble. And that's a process sometimes. That's a process, right? It's a process. Pausing for a moment is so hard to apply. But when it happens, so many things go in a better direction. But see, I don't look at things for me as a better direction or a worse direction. I'm on the path that I need to be on. And sometimes that path I'm on is really rocky and jacked up. <laughs> it's like walking barefoot on glass, but that's okay because I understand it's always going to lead me to a better me, a better version of myself. And that's not a bad thing. It's not, it's not. You know, it's kind of like the, the the whole SpaceX thing, right? That rocket's crashed how many times? And every time it crashed, they celebrate because they learned something new. Okay, we gotta adjust the rockets to do this and this and this. So the course correction can only be there to course correct ourselves when something happens, right? Instead of going, oops, my bad, right? I hate that saying, I hate it's a bad word, but it's just like, my bad, you know what it is? My good, because I something new about myself. I revealed something else that, I can utilize to be a better version of myself. And see, that's if we can always put that positive spin, I don't go in a corner and beat the crap out of myself and you suck and da-da-da-da-da, you know, and, and go through that, it doesn't help. And and in life, everybody I interact with, no matter what it is, good, bad, or indifferent, it's there to allow me to become a better version of myself or choose not to be. Mm. All right. Choose not to be. And that's the brilliant thing. I think, you know, every one of us have a kind, gentle heart and then something happens along the way. And for some people, they dig a hole so deep that they look up like this and it's hopeless and they're filled with despair and they have no more hope. So what do they do? Right? Like what happened here and just in San Jose today, the guy who decided I'm going down there, I'm going to kill what, eight people, right? That's a pretty bad place to be in for everybody. But to wake up to today and decide, okay, let's go, that's horrible. That's a horrible place to be in. Imagine the dark, negative space you have to be in to make that as your choice. But you get into such a place of despair, you've dug a hole so deep, right, that you can't climb out. And that's why the system of checks and balances that we all create and find that works for us And we continue to nurture and nurture and nurture. That's what I'm saying. There's no finite game here, right? There's no finite game. It's infinite. And if we think infinite, then here's infinity, right here, this moment. This is it, right? Yeah. negative does not serve anyone, but the yin to the yang, as we share passionately, there's no hard without soft. There's no black without white. Guess what? There's no positive without negative. They're they're, they're there. And they're there for that reason. Cool? Yeah, they're there for that reason. Yeah. They are. And each time it's presented, it is an opportunity to become a better version. So think about that. Cool? All right. Tomorrow night, last night of the week for meditation. I hope everyone chooses to be here. I am Brandon Belisa, as always. Until we talk again, what are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life, okay?